On this episode of Balls Don't Lie, with all the social distancing, the quarantining, your boys still try to find some topics to talk about. Your president said football is going to start on time. I don't know. Dana White said he was going to purchase an island. And then he said, uh, maybe let's try some tribal land where the laws don't apply and have an event. Will that work out? Hmm. NBA players, since they can't play, now they're going to play NBA 2K in the ESPN hosted event. And they're not even playing as themselves. Why everybody got to use the Bucks and the Lakers? I don't know. Speaking of the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks just got a new jersey. And we know regular Steven don't like the old ones. So let's see if he likes these. The Rams logo, trash. If you had to choose a sporting event to revisit and watch over again, since we don't get to watch anything new, what would it be? Old Super Bowl runs, old World Series runs, your favorite player's best game? I don't know. What would you watch? We'll let you know what we would watch on this episode of Balls Don't Lie. After a word from our sponsors, let's go. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N and Time, along with my co-host, regular Steven, on the Skypes. What's cracking with you, boy? <laughs> Not much, man. Not much. Just uh, doing more, been more productive around the house since quarantine uh than than ever before so yeah just uh, doing a lot of that type of stuff yesterday we planted some bulbs we've got the garden going we've got mm. the grass cut we've mm. uh seeded the front yard try to redo some grass up there we got mm. you know all kinds of stuff going on and uh, that's pretty much it just trying to find yeah. <laughs> a way to fill up the time Right. New ways to be busy, man. Finding ways yeah. to stay busy. Kind of sucks. But I've been on the same thing, bro. Doing uh trying to be Tim the tool man Taylor around the house. <laughs> yeah, A lot yeah. of home improvement. Changed out uh how many see uh, about 50 light switches or uh, power and light switches a couple nice. days ago. Yeah, that was an arduous task. Actually just put the cross the T's and dotted dotted the I's yesterday on that one. Yeah. Obviously doing the same thing you're doing, getting the outside right, yeah, cut some grass and all that. So yeah. The quarantine well, life. Yeah, and the nice thing is the last couple days, three days or so, we've had like beautiful, sunny uh sixties and seventies temps. Mm-hmm. Uh, today today we got sunshine, it's a little chillier. It's gonna be, you know, upper forties, low fifties, got a little 50s. chilly. But uh but yeah, yeah. it's uh, at least the sun's out. That's all I can say about that. <sighs> yeah. Yesterday's weather kind of threw us the er- okie doke, though. Uh, you know, we keep the plastic on our, our door in the back, you know, yeah. during the wintertime. And we ripped it off yesterday and now it's freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <now> freezing. Got... <laughs> we're going to have some nights where it gets down to the low 30s again. 30s, so. I know. We're so. Not out of the woods yet, but at least we're getting <sighs> some days here and there. But yeah, a little premature, but it is what it is. 
Well, I guess we have, a, I don't want to call it an action-packed show, but we have, <laughs> we can talk. <laughs> yeah, we can talk. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Trump is saying that the NFL season is going to uh, continue as <laughs> as scheduled. Uh, yep. Yeah, Dana White apparently was trying to purchase an island. Uh, he scaled that back to something different. Uh, what else? NBA. Yeah. yeah, we got NBA players replacing NBA games with NBA 2K games, which is yeah, and not even playing as themselves. Right, which is the weird right. Thing. <laughs> got some new unis out there that we would like to uh, get some opinions on. Definitely think one of them is pretty grotesque. At least the logo. Um, we'll see what you think, and then uh, what is this? Oh, so you saying sporting events to go back to like? Some of our favorite moments in sports, and we wish yeah. we could revisit. Yeah, because they've been playing a lot of things on ESPN, a lot of re, you know, replays of games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just curious if there were any that you'd particularly like to watch, because some of the ones they've been playing, mm-hmm. I didn't really care to watch. I mean, they've played a lot of Kentucky ones, um, and they've pretty much tried to come up with anything they can. But if there was anything in particular that maybe you wanted to, you would have liked that they play uh, to go back and watch, but. So maybe we can throw some of those out there too. Talk about some of that. But. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. All right, man. Well, like always, please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, and subscribe. And they can follow you where? At regular Steven. I think it's Reg Steven BDO. Um, R E G Steven with a PH. <laughs> no doubt. You can find me at Anton Balls Don't Want. Yes, indeed. All right, man. Let's get it in, man. Let's get into it. Yep. The NFL, according to our president, <laughs> should start on time. Yep. Do you believe that? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I don't either, man. I mean, it's kind of impossible. Yeah, I mean, look, it's nice to hear because, the, you know, the sentiment is there. I, first of all, I wouldn't trust anything that the president says re- regarding timelines or anything. I mean, we don't have to really get into that with this, but uh, right. not who I'm going with as far as credible sources there. I think it's more <laughs> wishful thinking, which, to be fair, he's allowed to have wishful thinking, yeah. um, you know, just like we all are. But the more you see, you know, we're, we're talking about there's certain states now that have pushed their, you know, uh, social distancing and, and, you know, banning of groups larger than 12 or 100 or whatever the hell it is, all the way into August. Um, mm. We're looking at a season that starts in mid-September. Mid-September, yeah. So it would be really hard for me to see. I mean, they're talking about 12 to 18 months for a vaccine. I'm not real sure how you have people going into large groups and with no vaccine. In terms of, you know, juxtaposed to how they've done this already, if if you're going to shut everything down, then how can you open everything back up if you don't have a vaccine? Because that was the whole point of this. So what would have been the point of these last, you know, however many months it'll be, uh, leading up to the season, to the NFL start date, mm-hmm. it just doesn't really seem to make sense to me without a vaccine or or a treatment for it. I mean, if there was, you know, if they came out and they had some kind of thing where 
you know, they could for sure treat it. Right. Like it was if you caught the flu, you know, you can go get treatment for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they could come up with something like that for this or or whatever. But, it, you know, in absence of that, I just don't really see how we're going to have sports back until there's a vaccine or until they have a treatment. And it doesn't sound yeah. like the timeline of September fits into that very well, which we could be looking at other sports we're losing as well. I mean, it's not just we're talking college football, pro football. Yeah. I hate to say this, but we're going to have to start looking at the start of next basketball season because I, <laughs> I just don't see, I just don't see it, man. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> I'm not sure what's going to happen, bro. There's so much stuff like the NFL season is technically is basically starting now. You know, you got the off season workouts that are supposed to be happening starting. Uh, I think last week, actually, they were supposed to start up until the 20th or something like that. The draft is about to happen virtually, you know, right. uh, it's at the 23rd through the 25th. And then <clears throat> people are pushing stuff back till August, you know, training camp usually starts mid, uh, mid July. So if we start the season on time, it's going to be a very unprepared season just on the players and coaching side and football product wise, it's going to be very slow. <laughs> You know, so I, I don't know. I really don't know. You, you keep saying uh, the, the vaccines and things like that. 12 to 18 months seems to be the timeline that they keep talking about. I don't know if I feel safe just going into public, you know, in a, in a groups and stuff like that without something that I can run to to get uh, medical assistance right now. So I don't know, man. People are clamoring to get outside and get back to their normal lives. I I, I just don't. I don't see it happening, though, man. I don't. I'm just <laughs> it's kind of weird. We can't play without the fans, but I think the fans will rather see it on TV with nobody in the stands than not see it at all. So, yeah, that's the thing. I, <laughs> it would be weird, of, but yeah, mm. it would be very bizarre without fans, but, you know, the whole thing without fans was when we thought that, like, you know, we're in for a couple months of this. but And that was, you know, foolish in the beginning. But it, right. with all the misinformation, it was hard to really make, you know, heads or tails of what was real. But, you know, now that we're talking about possibly a year or longer, I think people would be happy. You ask LeBron, okay, you can play. Look, you got a guy, and this is what I wanted to ask you related to this. So I guess I'll just ease right into this question. Go ahead. <laughs> Being a Lakers fan. Yeah. <clears throat> would you rather they finish this season if you had to pick one or I know it doesn't work this way. Or would you rather have an NFL season? So you can Finish this Lakers season and see what happens in the playoffs with LeBron. But that means no NFL season at all. Or you could not have this basketball season to finish out the season for the Lakers and have an NFL season to see what happens with your Steelers. But you know that the Lakers are one of the best teams and possibly were in line to get another championship. If you had to pick one that you could live without, finish this season. Or have an NFL season, which one would it be? <laughs> it's tough, man. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> tough, man. Tough. Yeah, because um, even finishing this NBA season doesn't guarantee it's, happiness. Yeah, it's all unknown. It's kind of – I feel like both of my teams are in the same position for the most part. The Steelers obviously not as, you know, as elite as the, the Lakers. I can't even call the Steelers elite at all. Hello. Stop the disrespect. Okay, so – but I feel the Steelers have a great chance this year. But I hate starting something and not finishing it. Right. I hate it. I think I, think I would probably – rather have the I don't know man see it's gonna be it's hard that's real hard I like football more than basketball it's just it really is that simple but man I wish you'd asked me this a long time ago so I could actually think about it it's tough it's tough man well it's yeah your yeah. team had a chance to win a championship yeah I mean, that's what's tough. Because, like, for me, being a Heat fan, it was like, okay, it sucks because it was a cool season. They had a lot of good things going on. Uh, but they weren't winning a championship. It was going to be fun to see how far they could go, maybe get to a, you know, conference semifinals or mess around and get to a conference finals, depending on the path. And you just never know. But, yeah. <clears throat> you know, when you lose the season, you weren't thinking, oh, man, we just lost a chance to win a championship. Like if the, you know, going into the NCAA tournament when Kentucky was undefeated and had the best team in modern basketball history, right? if we had canceled that season, we were undefeated going into the tournament. We didn't lose until the final four. Now, obviously being in the tournament didn't, you know, we didn't win. Yeah, but right. If you had canceled that season right before the tournament, when we're sitting there 34 and 0, about ready to go in, like, oh man, you got to be, you don't right. have a chance to go into field. Right, 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 right. Or even just win the championship. So, yeah, I think you have to take finishing out the Lakers because you just don't know. <clears throat> how, first, you just don't know how many more of those you're going to get, especially with LeBron. Um, specifically with LeBron, I'm sure the Lakers Lakers will continue to be successful throughout the history yeah. of basketball. And history of but in terms of LeBron, and if you start, <laughs> and that's the hard part, you start looking into next season and thinking, okay, well, are we going to have a basketball season next year? And then you start really worrying and thinking, okay, because you don't want to look back and go, well, what would have happened in that one season where LeBron right. Lakers <clears throat> one seed? And they just never got a chance. They just never got mm-hmm. a chance to do it. And it sucks. And that's probably where we're headed. I don't think we're going to have basketball even without fans. They've talked about a one location, probably Vegas. Right. Um, where they can, you know, keep everyone in one one single location. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. That's, that was a tough question right there, man. <laughs> that's a real tough question, especially for me, man. You know, being a Steelers fan, this is one of the last – Ben is not LeBron, but they're both at that point in their career where it's like, you know, they're clearly going – they're going down. I mean, LeBron has a much higher <laughs> plateau to fall off than Ben, but this is probably one and two – two or three seasons left for Ben, and the Steelers' defense is great right now, top three – Possibly, you know, top four, top three, top two, whatever. You know, I always have the extra excitement of starting the season. We got Tom Brady out of the AFC. It's like, man, 
it's so many things that's good that's happening lining up for the Steelers also. So to lose that would be an absolute tragedy to me also. Yeah, uh, almost equally, you know, but the Lakers have gone much longer without success. That's that's the only reason I think I would lean towards the Lakers. I've had to suffer through, uh, I think, seven straight seasons of whackness. So I would definitely pick the Lakers on this one, but it's very tough on the Stiller side, too. Uh, matter of fact, most of my, my, my like li- listening and going on YouTube and talking about sports has been about the Steelers lately. Well, it has right. to be because that's the yeah. only thing that we're having to hold yeah. to. Right. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. That's the next thing we're looking at. And I'm looking at baseball going, we're not having a baseball season. How are you going to have a baseball season? When, we play 162 games. You're already behind. Right. Like right. where, where you, first of all, so now you got a shortened season by a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we still get into the same thing. Are you doing this in stadiums with no people? I mean, we're still, right. it all boils back down to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Because the thing is, too, how do you, you know, quarantine the players from getting, you'd have to take all the players and let's like, just say for the NBA. So let's say they want to use Vegas, right? So you'd have to take every single player, take them to Vegas and either seclude them from their families and everybody they know. Because then what happens if you have, okay, let's say you have uh, the, the Lakers go and, you know, let's say uh, LeBron's wife goes and gets food from a restaurant, brings it to the hotel, and the bag had coronavirus. Now the team, or even if one player had coronavirus, you now all of a sudden can't have the NBA season again because that was the whole point. Once players got right. it, now you got players giving it to players, and you're talking, you just can't. So I don't know how they would guarantee if you can take all the players, put them in a secluded location. How do you guarantee that you're secluding them from everyone when you don't know mm-hmm. where a virus is? You mm-hmm. don't know who has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, it just seems unlikely to me that you would be able to guarantee. They're talking about rapid testing. I mean, what? I, if they have that, that's cool. It would be yeah, nice cool. if people could get it. Um, normal people out here could uh, do that. They'd be a lot more effective. But, uh, you know, if they're able to get their hands on some bullshit like that, then I guess that's fine. But I don't know. Like, I, I just, it's it just seems. Be, it's still going to be weird. weird. This is just yeah. still not, it's still not going to work, you know, even with the rapid testing. You imagine having the playoffs. Oh, oh, LeBron has to sit out today. He just contracted Le- Le- Corona. He has to right. sit out the game. Like, that's, that's just even be worse. Right. So, right. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're in the finals, and and LeBron or Giannis have to sit out. Yeah, like, that'd be horrible. Come on, that'd be terrible. Oh yeah. man, damn man, we hopped on this podcast, and now I'm feeling even worse. Well, <laughs> in order to make, I wasn't even thinking about it until. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's is... been horrible, but the good news is actually more like a hellish nightmare is that NBA players have taken to NBA 2K. ESPN is even programming some of these live uh, so we can watch basketball players play, uh, you know, NBA 2K on the computer. Do you have, first of all, have you watched it? Oh man, I've watched a few minutes, but not, not a lot. I've saw some of the highlights, uh, 
you know, kind of players talking stuff, you know, talking shit and all that. But no, I haven't watched. And it's kind of good that I haven't watched because looking through the first round, there's a big discrepancy between good and bad. <laughs> there's some terrible, some bad scores, man. Yeah, I saw DeMarcus Cousins got ran over by Andre Drummond. I mean, murder. Trey Young killed Harrison Barnes, you know. Whiteside murdered Beverly. Like, it's, the games are not even close. I think there's only one close game in here, and that was uh, Donovan Mitchell versus uh, Hachimura. It was a three-point game. Everything else was 10 points and more. But, yeah. So it don't sound like good games, but – and I'm not really – I'm not a big – I mean, I'm big into players, I guess, but I'm more of a team guy. So some of these guys, I'm just, I don't really pay attention to them. Cool and all that, but I don't know, man. Maybe I'll tune in for this next round because, you know, <laughs> might be more competitive. But the more weird thing is why don't people play as themselves? That's what right. I was, it's weird. I think Trey Young was playing with the Bucks. You know? Everybody's been the Bucks or the Lakers. <laughs> the Lakers. So, okay, better question for you. <laughs> if you're on Trey Young's team, do you feel disrespected that he's not playing with the squad? <laughs> no, not if they want to win. Even in real life, if he wanted to win, he wouldn't pick his own team. So you can't win. you're going to be mad that he's picking a different team on a video game? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I think that should be a rule to the game. You should pick stick with your own team. Yeah. I think that's what it should be. Because even in, in, the, in that, you know, it's really still about how, how good you are at the game. It's, obviously, you get a boost if you have LeBron and AD on your squad. But I played plenty of people in 2K. And it's really it's, – it's, the squad is good, but it's more about your, your play versus uh, the team that you pick. So, I don't know. It's, it's weird, man. We're watching 2K tournaments on ESPN. I'm not. I'm not watching one second of, <laughs> of that. I don't like playing that game, let alone I'm never oh, yeah, watching I forgot about that. <laughs> so I'm sitting there all the time going, man, it's sticking on him too. I'm bullshit. I'm getting out <laughs> Yeah, I can't watch it. Oh, man. I heard somebody, I think it was Kevin Durant. He said, uh, he was saying something. He was like, Hopefully, 2K will just make a better game next year. He said it on TV, so that's that's pretty tough when you're criticizing the game that you're playing on live TV. It's pretty funny. Yeah, there's been a lot of guys, I think. Uh, who did you just say? Kevin Durant. There's Because uh, uh, De'Aaron Fox has said the same thing. He's he's blasted the game. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of guys. It's just it's not a good game. It's not a good game. So... Yeah, if they can get that fixed, then maybe I'll play it sometime. But it's not – the gameplay is not good. It's just not. I think it's, 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 it's okay. I think it's easy to spam on it, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And De'Aaron Fox shouldn't complain too heavy. I played against them. I had the Lakers, obviously, and played against them uh, maybe two or three days ago. Uh, his ass lit me up for 45. <laughs> so he shouldn't be complaining because he's he's pretty nice in the game. Yeah, <laughs> he, he lit me up. So, but yeah. Anyways, man, yeah, it's sad when you watch an NBA players play the video game. That's yeah. that's that's really yeah. I don't know if you can get much worse than that. 
Probably not, but it sounds like look, so we we don't have <laughs> we don't have basketball, we don't have baseball. It's looking like we might not have football, regardless of what uh President Nostradamus says. Um, but we also one thing that we might have and something maybe that's looking to integrate itself into um, I won't say popular culture because it is super popular, but yeah. maybe as being more of a staple sport somehow. I don't know. Um, is Dana White with the UFC? Because Dana White and Lou Al of missing all of these mainstream sports uh, is looking to basically secure his own special area where he can fly fighters in and still host fights and have <laughs> televised fights, uh, which look, Hey, I, these guys are all nuts anyways, all these yeah. fighters, if they yeah. want to go fight and do all crazy, I mean, they're already proving to, you know, that they're willing to do a profession that can kill you. Uh, so I don't think coronavirus probably worrying too many of these guys very much. Um, if they want to get in a ring in the middle of an Island or middle of an Indian reservation or whatever, uh, <laughs> I'll watch because I want to see, like, I will watch some UFC at this point just to see some kind of competition, something. Um, what do you have on that? Do you have any new details? Last I saw he was trying to buy an Island. Uh, <laughs> is it an Indian reservation now? I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? Oh, oh man. What do you got? Well, you know, he's uh, trying to slip through the crevices of all these uh, federal and state laws. Uh, currently, he's trying to secure, I don't know how you pronounce it, I guess, Taki uh, Palace Casino Resort. It's in central uh, California. It's a tribal land, though, so it is not under the, the thumb of all the federal and state rules that are being implemented on the, the social distancing and all that stuff. So he's basically. <laughs> try to yeah backdoor the system basically just to get the event going um the thing about it that kills me though <laughs> first of all uh, he said that <clears throat> i think he had another event in new york canceled and uh he said he talked to the president he's letting the president be his guide on this and mm -hmm. this is the quote that the president told him, according to him. He says, be cautious, be careful, but live your life and stop panicking. That's, the <laughs> <laughs> That's what the president and vice president told Dana White on the phone, according to Dana White. Okay. Be cautious, be careful, but live your life and stop panicking. All right. <laughs> For real? I mean, that's basically telling him to go and do exactly the opposite of what the rest of the world is doing. <laughs> oh, go ahead and go make your money if you if you feel so inclined. Go ahead and hold your event. Uh, don't worry about what really is going on out here. Go do your thing, Dana. Make your money. <laughs> yeah. it's, a mo it's a money network. If you have the president on the on the on the on speed dial, you can call him. That's the money network right there. That's all. Yeah. Is, man. Yeah. You're not going to find Trump telling too many people not to make money unless it doesn't benefit him somehow. Right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Trump, Trump wants every, you know, him, him coming out and saying with football and he just want he's ready for everything. He's, he's probably tired of being quarantined. He just wants everything to go back to normal as well. 
And there's been a lot of shady stuff. I'm seeing a lot of reports, suppressing numbers, um, reasons for lack of testing, you know, all these, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. But the one thing that seems very obvious is that Trump wants things to go back to normal. Mm -hmm. And he'll say whatever he has to, even with people who are experts in the field saying other things. He, he will continue to say whatever. So if he wants the people to be able to watch UFC, then I'm all for it because there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> this is going to turn into <laughs> elbow bars. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll watch if it's on. I mean, I've never been a UFC guy. I'd rather just watch some knockout highlights or anything, but I just never been into UFC like that. Me neither, but I'm gonna have to. If we're stuck with 12 to 18 months, if that's the only sport, then, <laughs> then yeah, I'm have to. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I guess we'll see on that front. I thought I saw a report of some people trying to pull out of the event, as far as some of the fighters. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Some of the fighters don't even trust fighting under these conditions. That's a uh... okay. Who is this? Nama Yunus. Nama Yunus withdraws from UFC 249. Never Let's heard see. of it. And I think I have because I played the video game. That's the only reason. <laughs> I was playing it yesterday, actually. I remember <laughs> Nama Yunus? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a female, I think. Wow. She's pretty sick, actually, on the game she is. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. I'm, I ain't shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many names on that game I cannot pronounce. I'll be waiting for the announcer to say it so I can understand. Okay. Oh, that's how you say that. Well, folks, you'll have to excuse us because we just started covering UFC. Let me look at my watch. Five minutes ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know about five fighters in UFC, and a couple of them don't even fight no more. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Yeah, me too. But. All the fighters I know, uh, <laughs> they're not fighting. You said Nami Yunus. I said Violent Yunus. <laughs> We <laughs> talk about man. NBA, baby. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I have no idea, but yeah, man. I guess we'll watch UFC if it comes on. We'll see, though. We'll I mean, see. I, I'm not excited about it. I'm just saying I, if it's going to be what we have to watch, and I will probably start tuning in uh, just because there's nothing else to watch. So um, that being said, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, We'll talk about some sporting events that we wish we could watch again. Obviously, yeah. there probably won't be too many UFC ones in there. Um, right. And we'll talk and we'll talk about some new uniforms that are getting unveiled in the NFL and give you our thoughts on those as well. So that'll be after the break. Let's do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. For sure. Right. We'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's talk about some sporting events that you wouldn't mind revisiting in this quarantine time. What uh, what would you like to see again uh, uh, from back in the day, man, that you can stomach watching again? <laughs> well, <laughs> see, what got me to thinking about this was the other day, I think it was on ESPN, mm -hmm. they played the... Kerry Wood 20 strikeout game from 
And okay. I remember watching that game. Uh, I was about 12 years old. And Kerry Wood's my favorite pitcher, um, favorite player for the Cubs, mm-hmm. really. Um, but favorite pitcher I've ever watched. And just going back and watching that game, it was like his fifth start. He's a rookie. Um, just to see that game, he had filthy stuff. That was against a team. It was early in the season, obviously, but that was against the an Astros team that uh, went on to win over 100 games. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was a really good Astros team that he did that to as a rookie. Really good, really good lineup they had. But that was just so fun to watch. I actually recorded it so I can watch it any time now. Uh, so that got me thinking. Really, the things that. I would want to just to be able to record them, just to have them on TV so I can record these things. Uh, so some other ones that I got to thinking about would obviously be uh, I want to see specifically game seven of the 2016 World Series for the Cubs. Watch the Cubs win the World Series in game seven. Right, right, right. But they were down three to one in that series. I'd honestly like to be able to watch the whole series because watching them come back from three one was amazing. Um, so that that'd be definitely be one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, LeBron game seven versus the Warriors after they came back from three to one. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I want to watch that again. Uh, Ray Allen game six versus the Spurs for the heat. Uh, that step back three in the corner that yeah. sends it to seven, sends it to overtime and then gets them into game seven uh, where the heat eventually win. Uh, that would definitely be one. I've definitely got some Kentucky ones that would be on my on my list. Maybe go back. I'd like to watch the 96 championship game. Uh, I'd like to watch the 2012 championship game. Uh, there's probably some other Kentucky games I'd like to watch, too, from those seasons and even some from some other seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any Bears things I'd like to be able to watch. And <laughs> <laughs> There's not much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Not even the the last Super Bowl. <laughs> the no, last Super Bowl ever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you did. I remember how it went. We were up fourteen three, and then we lost. So I mean, I, you know, Devin Hester opens. I'd like to see that Devin Hester play. Right. Uh, right. But I don't need to watch the whole game for that. <laughs> you know. So uh, you know, and there's probably I'm trying to think of some that weren't even related to my teams, and um, you know, I'd like to watch. Uh, you know, see Kobe drop 83 or whatever it was, 81 or whatever. Um, I'd like to see, um, I was trying to think of them off the top of my head, but um, there's, there's certainly a ton of them. Uh, a lot of cool, a lot of cool sporting moments. I'd like, you know, some Tiger Woods masters type stuff mm-hmm. um, or even Tiger Woods in any, there was one of the championships in, uh, it was like 2010 or something. One of his last ones, maybe 09. Um, before he started dealing with all the injuries and he had a bad knee. He was walking, visibly limping up the course, um, was able to pull that one out. That was really cool. Uh, so, so just some stuff like that, probably. Um, but, you know, maybe even some Olympics. I'd even get into some of that right now. Like you, you really. <laughs> <laughs> You're starving, bro. Like I am starving. starving. The thing that's weird about it really is just that it's still not as fun to watch those. Cause I know the only reason I'm watching them is that there's no sport. There's no real sports. So, you know, usually when there's real sports going on, you see like, Oh, flashback game on ESPN classic. It's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I might check that out. 
but it's not filled at the same time with a depression that the only reason you're watching this is to get away from the fact that there's nothing else to watch. So that could probably dampen my spirits a little bit, but at the same time, I'd still like to be able to see some of these things since there's nothing else to do. So do you have anything you'd like to go back and watch yourself or? Um, Well, before you started talking, I only had one, but then you (laughs) added a couple for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, First, first thing I will watch, I think I can watch it all day. is Super Bowl 43, the Steelers last W. It's one of the greatest football games I ever watched, man. The the, the ending was spectacular. It it was a great game. But what you were talking about, the Kobe games. Yeah. I was not, I didn't watch either one of those games. The 60, this last game of his career to 60, I think 61 points. And then the 81 point game, I didn't see those live. So I would love to see that. Mainly because I want to see what the defenders are doing. Are they kind of, you know, at least on his last game, are they kind of letting him do his thing because they know it's his last game? Or is he really off getting buckets for real, for real? You know, I know he was getting buckets in that 81 point game, but I just want to see that. And then maybe the last thing that I would uh, watch just because it was so long ago would be the repeat of that Reds-Oakland A series in 1990. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool just because obviously so far removed from it. I watched that game pitch every pitch, every bat, every everything about that. I watched that. So I would like to see that just for nostalgia's sake. But I'm not a person. I hate watching replays. I don't yeah. like watching. If I've already seen it, I don't want to see it again. Except maybe yeah. a couple of the, you know, some of the highlights from it, that's fine. But watching it in, to- in full, I can't. That don't grab my attention like that. So it's hard because you're sitting, it's not like you're going to sit down with the same. It's more like watching a movie. Like you can talk yeah. through it or yeah. not talk through it, but uh, the movie really wouldn't qualify for that. But you know what I mean? It's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're just kind of more casual you obviously know what happens and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh you know thinking of that i i guess some of the uh like there's even some boxing you know some things Mm -hmm. i'd like to see you know i never got to really watch ali if there was a way to watch some ali fights that'd be cool i'd I'd be all about watching some mike tyson knocking some heads off right now Um, (laughs) i would absolutely get down to that as well um but yeah yeah, there's, there's some stuff out there it's just uh you know, it's just not the same. It's not quite yeah. the same. I think it would be if, if we were like in a like me and you sitting on the couch reacting to it or something like right. that together, kind of watching some stuff we've never seen before. Or, you know, the Kerry Wood match, you know, you showing me what's going on in that game and stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. But me yeah. just sitting at the crib by myself watching the old, old event, <laughs> not <laughs> happening. It's just really not going to happen. So, you know, but anyways, um, I guess moving on, there's some new jerseys out here, man. I know previously and what did we talk about it on a podcast or we were just personally talking that you hated the Tampa Bay Bucks jerseys? I think we talked about that on a pod. Was that the pod? Uh, I think top so. five jerseys? Just, yeah, just saying they need to like the top five. I had Bucks jerseys in there, but we also did. uh Oh, it was when we were talking about where Tom Brady landed, and I said basically uh, the biggest thing I'm worried about now is just what are they going to wear for their jerseys? And then just saying how much I hate the current ones and wishing that they would change them. Uh, and they have. 
Tampa Bay has changed their unis a little bit. Uh, nothing, nothing completely nothing new. They've really just taken it back to a time when, uh, I guess, when they had their most success as a franchise with the mm-hmm. pewter helmets. Yeah, the more sack. simple. The sack jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> the Warrens. Yeah, uh, those are the ones they wore when they when they won the Super Bowl. With Gruden, yeah, so. the Gruden. Yeah. Yeah. I like the jerseys. I mean, the color rush when the all red one. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't have no complaints about the jersey at all. Uh, they're actually pretty dope. I don't have a close-up of the helmet. It looks like it's a little bit different than the older version. Like, it's more silver-ish than, like, rusty gold or bronze. It's yeah. more it's silver more, now. Yeah, it's a little more pewtery. Yeah, I like that, though. It's like that, that gunmetal gray. Yeah. Actually, that jersey is pretty damn dope. Now that I look at it even closer, <laughs> that shit kind of fire. are cool. The white ones look clean. Yeah, I like I like what they're doing right there. You know they had to have Tom Brady looking good out here. Right. They was going to have to do that. <laughs> I like it, though. Uh, now, we're talking about the Rams. Yeah. Their new logo is trash. Now, I saw, when you say logo, are you talking about just the L.A. with the Ram thing going over the? Yeah. Okay. That one, yeah. I, I, yeah, the L.A. with the Ram over it. Uh, the other one, it depends. I mean, it's cool with just the, the actual Ram on it. That's right. fine. I don't know if I want to see that on a, on a helmet, though. That's the thing. I don't know if I want to see that on a helmet. <laughs> I don't about the... Uh... Yeah, yeah, the new Ram logo you're talking about, the actual Ram head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's got the two horns instead of more being, it's like a 3D right. 3D view version. A side, side view. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's cool, it's all right, but I don't want to see it on the helmet. I'd much rather see the old <laughs> old version on the helmet or just the, the whatever they, the stripes that make it look like horns on the helmet. Uh, I still I like that, that but. I think that's what they're doing for the helmets. Okay. I think they're going to stick with the twisting horn. Oh, did, they, did they really reveal, reveal their actual unis yet? Or is it just the logo? Um, I think it's still just the logo. They I, think they just, I think they just want the logo. But I, think, I don't think they're going to change the helmets. I hope not. That'd be bad. The helmets are cool. I think those are some of the best helmets. Yeah, I love the helmets. Oh, maybe they did reveal. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they, if they. Can uh, you see that? Yep. Yeah, I can see that. So it's basically so the helmet design's basically the same, right? Yeah, it mm-hmm. looks the same. Yeah, I can't see a side view, but yeah, it looks pretty much the same. Yeah, if this is their jerseys right here. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving these. I like it. Really. Yeah, just not I, the logo. Yeah, I don't like the logo at all. Not the not the LA. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that shit. They, I don't know. That shit is weak. But otherwise, man, the jerseys are fine though. It makes me think that it's a C. I it, I honestly, when I just see the LA with the Ram thing, mm-hmm. I honestly think LA Chargers because <laughs> it kind of looks like a lightning bolt. 
<laughs> yeah. bad lightning bolt, but it uh, just it forms a C, which makes me think LAC, right. LA Chargers. I don't right. think LA Rams when I see that logo. <laughs> oh man, I don't either. So <laughs> stop dicking with stuff. That's what they need to do. Just leave. Yeah, well they got well, here's what happened. They got the <laughs> stadium, right? So they're going into their new stadium this year. Yeah. The one that's going to be interesting. So I guess I saw that the Falcons came out with a new new uniform as well. Oh yeah, I did see that. I'm looking. Don't say ATL on the front. Yeah, um, they're pretty clean looking. They're, yeah. they're good. Um, you can't really go wrong with the Falcons ones. What I'd like to see the Falcons do is go back to those red helmets. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, um, that would. That just, would be dope. Or just go back really old school. I mean, there's some cool old school helmets. They keep trying to make all these new logos, and it's like just go back to some of the original ones. Um, but the, I think the interesting thing is going to be, so the Raiders are going to Las Vegas. Las Vegas, right. Are they going to do anything? I mean, the, the whole Raider, you know, color scheme and the, you know, just the logo, it's kind of been untouched and it kind of seems like it's just, that is the brand because that's a for organization that's changed locations a couple of different times now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still riding on the Raider thing. I would never expect them to change their name, but I wonder if they would do something a little different to make Vegas feel like it's their team as opposed to just the team that came from somewhere else. That's tough. I don't know. The Raiders are one of those teams that just, they're, you know, the old school, they don't really change much. They're part of the, the core fabric of the NFL, if you per se. So to change, Change it too much. I don't know if I would like it. I like their jerseys now. I've always liked the Raiders look, you know, not necessarily a fan of their team, but their look has always sure. been dope to me. Nice, simple, nothing flashy about it. Just grimy. Black is my favorite color. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, I like it. I, I do worry that they're going to try to do something a little too too much for Vegas because, you know, like I said, they're getting new digs out there and want to try to make it seem like it's their team for real. So I can, I can see them doing too much. I hope they don't. Just just leave it alone. <laughs> just leave it alone. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. Jersey. I we'll say see. leave it alone, but if yeah. I lived in Vegas, I'd probably want something a little different. I mean, just because it mm-hmm. it just feels weird. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never lived in a city that got someone else's team. Right. right. Um, but it just seems like, you know, like if, let's say uh, you know, you're living in Vegas or whatever, and the problem with Vegas is most of the people that live there are not from there. It's kind of like Florida, you know, one of those types of places. So. You're going to have the same thing with you having these Chargers games where they have, you know, fans from all over the place going to Chargers games that there's more, you know, Steelers fans and Chargers fans in the stadium in Los Angeles. You're going to see that. You're going to see that in Vegas as well. A very transient city. But if I was somebody that was from Vegas, I just think I would like to have, you know, I could have spent my whole life hating the rain or hating the Raiders. So to have the Raiders come and now all of a sudden I'm supposed to, I think it creates a branding problem uh, in your new city when you, when you don't change it up at all. Um, mm. You know, and, you know, it's like one of those things where, uh, you know, the thunder going to, you know, they from, from Seattle to Oklahoma city, they couldn't right. have been the Oklahoma city supersonics. Right. right? 
Um, and if they went back to Seattle or not went back, but if Seattle ever got a new team, you'd hope they would become the supersonics. Cause that's what they are. It's kind of like when the, when the Browns went to Baltimore, Baltimore uh, yeah. became the Ravens and then they got right. the team and they were still the Browns. Still the Browns. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like, it just seems like it would help the city. And I'm sure they have people that figure all this stuff out. Um, but it just seems like it would help the city grasp onto the team as theirs, as opposed to just thinking, well, we just got the Raiders, but um, it's, it's still the Raiders. Yeah, it's the Raiders. Yeah, it's the Raiders. That's for sure. I don't, I don't know what they would do though. I mean, you could put Vegas on the Jersey at some somewhere, but just don't do too much. You know, Vegas is flashy. It's a flashy place. It's a, you know, it's a spectacle place. So I just don't want them to try to implement that in, the Raiders mystique. That would just be stupid, you know. Trying to be extra bright and I don't know. You can't do much with black and gray. <laughs> you can't you can't do much with black and gray. So uh, no. They have to be something, but something subtle. Something very right. subtle. Right. Well, I, I was know. changing the name. <laughs> That's not subtle. The Las Vegas gamblers. That's what they're gonna be called. Um, Call them the Jokers and then just use the Joker as the or the Vegas Aces. <laughs> I don't know. They could they, figure something out with that, but they, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it. You know, I just wouldn't be too excited. I just wouldn't. You know, I just wouldn't be too excited if I lived there. It's gonna be popular just for all the transient, uh, you know, people. But yeah, know, I mean, something. I think yeah, I would say first thing they got to do is be good. Right. That's the first thing they got to do. I mean, people are going to be excited to go to the new stadium. I can say that right now. You know, they'll be, the first season, they'll live off of just the new stadium and the new event to go to. But you actually got to make them buy in. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Is Derek Carr the future? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But they got to do something to keep the customers. They're basically like yeah. the XFL now. <laughs> They might be a well-known commodity, but you got to go into this new market and try to sell the people. Right. Well, and the funny thing is how many of the Oakland fans are going to be still be Vegas Raiders fans? You know? Are you still going to get the merch sales or yeah. are you going to have to, are you rebuilding this whole thing? I'd imagine, I'd imagine people yeah, from Oakland. I mean, I don't know. I, I see, like I was trying to think, you know, I don't live in Chicago, but if I was in Chicago and like, let's say the bears moved to, um, I don't know where could the, where the hell could the bears move to? They could move to, you know, Mexico city. Let's say the bears moved to Mexico city. They decided to put a team in Mexico and the bears moved to Mexico city. Would I be a Mexico city bears fan? <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. I don't think I would, I'm not. but it'd be hard <laughs> for me to be, it'd be hard for you. So you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be a new Mexico Steelers fan. You'd pick a new team. Ooh. Man, that's tough though. Yeah, see, would you pick yeah. a new team? It'd be hard to pick a new it team. It kind of, yeah, it depends how much they change. <laughs> you know, we still got Tomlin there, we still got the squad, and all the, if it's not it's a all big, the same. if it's all the same, then I just, I guess I wouldn't change. I guess so I would. You'd just be a Mexico City fan. Yeah. But you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a Steelers fan. That's what I would be. <laughs> I'll be a Steelers fan. I wouldn't come in with my. No, no, it'd be weird. You ain't right. You ain't lying about that one. 
I would never be at a home game ever. That's too far, but I don't know, man. That's weird. I hope I never have to go through that situation because that is an odd, odd feeling. Well, you, you won't it. and I won't, but the yeah. Raiders have moved a number of times, and the Rams yeah. will probably because they'll eventually not work there, and they'll just use that stadium for the Olympics or something. Um, but the Chargers will move, and you know, the Jaguars will probably move, and you know, so there are a lot of fan bases that have to deal with this. It's just a weird thought. Um, yeah. No. I guess the moral to the story is stop trying to make California uh, putting teams in California. That's what they need to stop doing. Right. Especially have, especially two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even just especially football. I think LA is good. Uh, Cali is good on basketball. They're just not football. Not a football place. Maybe well, a college ball, you know. I think they like their college teams more than their actual NFL teams. Well, that was when there was no NFL teams. Like when Reggie Bush and all them were at USC, that was the biggest thing was they were the show of the town because there was no NFL in the, in Los Angeles at that time. So that's, that's where the celebrities went. You know, you had Snoop Dogg out there and you get all these other celebrities going to these games and dealing – well, it was a national phenomenon. I mean, they were a huge deal. Reggie Bush was a megastar. Uh, uh, they always had there. Matt Leiner, Carson Palmer before him, Mark Sanchez right after. Um, you know, they always had they always had guys, but it, there was no NFL team. So now, I mean, we haven't seen a dominant USC or UCLA no. or anything like that. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see if there were the different effect it would be because of the the fact that there is now NFL teams. See if it would be the same phenomenon locally there as it would. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just uh, it's not a fo- there's just too much to do. I don't know what it is about football. I mean, there's there's just certain cities where there's just too much to do. Los Angeles, there's too much to do, especially for having two teams. And that you said Los Angeles might be a good basketball city, though. We're gonna find out because the Clippers, uh, Balmer, the owner Steve Balmer, bought the forum from Madison Square Garden Company, mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Uh, and then, so basically the Clippers are going to get a new stadium. They're not going to be sharing a stadium with the Lakers, uh, in, not too far in the future. They're going to get their own stadium. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, that's fine. I mean, we know which stadium is going to have the most fans in it. <laughs> that's for sure. The Lakers are still, it's still a Lakers town period, but over the next few years, I can definitely see a lot more, uh, Clippers fans filing into uh, the stadium, new uh, bandwagon guys uh, falling in and stuff like that, you know, over the next four to five years, assuming that Kawhi stays there and Paul George stays there and all this. They're going to be good for a little while, you know, four, five, six, seven years if it they maintain, but it don't matter what happens. The Lakers are always going to, it's always going to be a Lakers town. So, I don't know. We'll see, man. I, it's kind of, I don't want, it's not disrespect, but that's a bold move to buy the forum with all that history in it. <laughs> all that history. Then you got to try to, <laughs> Balmer, he's a, he's a, he, he's a character. He wants yeah. his own site, man. Yeah. He, he paid 400 million cash. <laughs> yeah, that's a chump change to him, though. <laughs> got, he got that brick. Well, yeah. if you can pay it cash, I assume it's chump change. Yeah. yeah. That's super chump change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, go under my mattress real quick and get that 400 mil for me. I had this strictly ready for this forum. I had to get that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, though. I think it adds legitimacy to them as a as another team to choose. I think getting away from the Lakers and getting into their own stadium, I think it does provide an avenue where people might be more inclined to be Clippers fans than Lakers fans just because of the fact that they're not sharing. I mean, you, it just takes – it doesn't seem legit when you're sharing a stadium with somebody and you know it's the Lakers. And, you know, like uh, Balmer was saying, they get pissed that they have to – because of the fact that the Lakers get the prime TV slots and those type of things, that their mm-hmm. schedule sucks because they have to cater to what the Lakers when they're on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing you're a second-class organization in your own building makes it hard to be anything other than a second-class organization in your city. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that they're getting their own city or their own city, it's almost <laughs> like getting your own city. They're moving to England. Uh, that's in England. <laughs> yeah. So – you know, you get you could get a whole section of the city. I mean, I don't know, but um, I think it's a big deal, and I think it's a cool thing for the Clippers. The only thing I was just—I uh, don't say unhappy or disappointed, or—but there was a thought in my mind that maybe at some point Ballmer moves the Clippers back to Seattle because I would really like to have a basketball team back in Seattle. We talked about that for a couple seconds earlier, mm-hmm. but I thought the Clippers would be a good team maybe to go back. Um, or go to Seattle just to get it. And they might want to get away from the whole Lakers thing. And then Seattle gives you a huge market that um, is very hungry for basketball again. Yeah. And they go, they be the Seattle Clippers or <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, they could be the Seattle Clippers, but adopt the green and yellow colors. I mean, that'd be, you know. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say no to that idea. I don't know. I want the I want the Seattle to get their own fresh new team, you know. Yeah. Not the Clippers though. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm happy for the Clippers. I ain't never hated them like you know, hate them like that. I don't live in LA, so I can't I can't you know have that same you know rivalry. It's it's more of a local thing than anything else. I mean, you know, we have a, a team that you're a fan of. You do have certain built-in enemies for the most part. You know, the Clippers are only an enemy now because they're standing in our way for a championship, you know, right now. But I don't personally hate them. I don't personally hate, you know, Kawhi or, you know, Paul George. I actually like both of those players, you know. So I don't personally hate them like that. But uh, Steve Ballmer, he just wants to take down the Lakers so bad. It's, It's like his personal life mission. (laughs) <laughs> to, to take down the Lakers, and he's uh he's executing all plans right now, striking where the iron is hot. So we're gonna see where it goes. Um, I mean, it's gonna work. He's gonna make his money back on his investment. You know, it's not. It's a smart move for him to buy that stadium. That's for sure. Yeah, I almost rather the Lakers have the forum and this. Clippers keep the Staples Center almost. The Forum just has so much, so much memories. Yeah. Well, and they're only going to use that for concerts. I mean, they're going to get a brand new. And that's the thing that I've I've heard uh, from a couple different people is that the, the Staples Center isn't the best stadium, but it's not the worst stadium, but it's kind of, um, it's not the newest uh, no. stadium for basketball that's out there. No, um, so 
that's the one thing where the Clippers, if they do this right, um, and they're able to, because they're obviously going to be building a brand new stadium, you do it right, and maybe it turns. It's hard to say. I mean, I I know this sounds crazy to, you know, someone who's who's a Lakers fan, but you could see uh, the Clippers being a more attractive free agency option if they do it right. If you if you take away the the name brand. Um, from the Lakers and Clippers, and you just let's say someone just goes in there, money's equal, um, whatever, whatever. But you have brand new facilities. Maybe you have some other amenities, and just you just don't know. I mean, th- it could be something that sways free agency. Um, you know, guys go to places for a lot of different reasons. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I can totally see that happening. You know, the Lakers, they're our era. They're our era, so some of these newer guys coming up, they're not going to be attached to the Laker mystique like we are. We don't. We look at the Lakers and the Celtics and the Bulls like those are the the franchises that we think of first when we think of NBA. It's not going to be like that five, ten years from now. They're not going to really think of the Lakers as that preeminent franchise like we did because they're not going to be in the Kobe era. I don't know how long LeBron is going to be there. So it, you don't think of the Lakers in the same way. And some of even the newer guys now, some of the guys now don't even think of the Lakers in the same way. All right. they know is the Lakers has sucked for eight, seven, eight years in a row. They don't they don't have that same feeling that we do. So the the Clippers, yeah, they could be a much more attractive uh, destination. And, and the, the amenities and the, the facilities are much better and top notch. Yeah, hell yeah. I yeah. could definitely see it. it's still LA, so it's not like you're right. missing anything. You're just in LA, just a different right. squad. So, yeah, I could see that happening. I could see that happening rather easily. I don't even think it's that hard to be honest. But well, we'll, a chance. Yeah, yeah we'll see how these to, next few years go, though. Right, and it also, I mean, the thing that happens there is it gives you a chance to build your own legacy too, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, instead of going in and saying, "Well, you know, you already have this." you know, conversation with LeBron where it's like, well, even if he wins one championship, that's basically what he has to do to even be able to be considered a Laker. Right, right, right. Like, oh, okay. Cause so he didn't spend his whole career there. So now, so that's what you're dealing with. Cause you're talking about an organization that has multiple, uh, you know, greats, guys you consider in the top 50 of the game. You know, you're talking a magnitude of players uh, for the Lakers. So, you're always a second class citizen unless you achieve what some of those guys were able to achieve. So you go to an organization like the Clippers and you get to write your own thing. You know, let's say you win, let's say Kawhi uh, in his time and with the Clippers wins three championships. Okay. Well, all of a sudden he's the greatest thing that's ever happened to the Clippers. And mm-hmm. you know, that will be remembered differently than if he won three championships with the Lakers, because there were so many people that did that with the Lakers that it maybe just doesn't get looked at the same. And we've also seen this same downfall with the Knicks. What do guys say about the Knicks now? That they're not a well-run organization. They don't want to go there. They're a train wreck. The Knicks have been functioning on the Knicks name for a long time now, and it's finally caught up to them that they're not actually an attractive place to go play. And because of the hat, they stink. But we also saw this happening before LeBron. We saw this with the Lakers. We saw the Lakers going down the Knicks path, even with Kobe Bryant on the team. They were horrible the last, what was it, four, 
four or five, four years? Uh, yeah, it was about, yeah, three or four years. It's hard for me to really see a team. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it I think there's a lot of appealing things there. And I, I could see, I could see the Lakers turn into the Knicks. Once LeBron's gone, I could see them turn into the Knicks. Mm. I don't think that would be the Knicks per se. The Knicks, that's a that's a tough one right there. You got to do a lot of things badly to go be the Knicks. <laughs> I well, think the Knicks the, never it, had the winning pedigree that the Lakers had. That's no. the one thing the Knicks don't have. But yeah. the, for some reason, the Knicks are still named because it's New York. You're talking Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, you're. It's just yeah. it's always been one of the staple franchises for reasons other than just winning. Um, I think the the history of basketball in the city of New York is part of that, uh, mm-hmm. aside from the Knicks. So there's a whole um, you know thing there. But but yeah, I don't know. I could see it. I could yeah. see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess so. I think the Lakers are the biggest victim of the Lakers. That's what's crazy about it. I think they caught themselves being so impatient. Think of all the players they drafted and then gave them away and they became all-stars. Right. They've done it so many times now. They're just so used to being in the thick of things that they have no patience anymore. They want right. the biggest star in the game. It's like, yeah, you are a team just like everybody else. You actually have to uh, cultivate talent. You actually have to do that. Like everybody, every normal team has to do that. So right. you can't be like, okay, He's going to be good, but I don't have time for that. So right. I'm going to trade him and try to get, you know, whatever, whatever, so I can get the big stars. That's the Lakers' biggest problem. They've right. drafted pretty well. People put too much pressure on it just because they are the Lakers. Yeah, you drafted number two, number one, number two, number two. Brandon Ingram became pretty damn good. D'Angelo Russell, pretty damn good. Are these championship-worthy players? Nah, probably not. But they at least have you in the thick of things where you're one star away from being up there again. But right. like I said, they're, they're, they're too impatient because they are the Lakers. And right. that's what I've hated the most those last six years. I hate giving away good talent. They only gave away D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say only, but because of that little uh, the swaggy P and him snitching on him and creating that bad vibe and then you know, that and cap space, I guess. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. It, it got on my nerves real bad. You got to you gotta operate like a real team. You can't act like you have privilege in this league. Yeah, so especially yeah. especially now, you know, your name is old as hell. <laughs> your name right. Is they really lucked into this LeBron thing. Um, kind of, yeah. Because, you know, and that's been the downfall for LeBron for – Oh, I mean, you take away some of those early years in Cleveland when he was just establishing himself. But once he was like ready to go, it really became every season was what the Lakers yeah, have been sure. doing. And you follow LeBron's, you know, entire roster construction around LeBron, aside from, you know, even when he was in Miami. So you have Bosch and Wade there and Udonis Haslam, but every year they were still trying to go out and find the veteran minimum guys that they could add and build a roster out of makeshift parts because there was just so much money tied up. 
And mm-hmm. now what happens when you so like you were saying, if you just if you just stay patient and you hold on to some of those pieces that you were just talking about, now you get to add a piece in free agency that you don't have to give up all those players to get mm-hmm. the way they had to do with Anthony Davis. Right. Um, but they just won't stay patient. Um, and that's that's partly driven by by LeBron though, because it's always oh, been yeah. that oh, way yeah. for LeBron. Oh, it's yeah. it's yeah. You, you know, they when he was getting deciding to go back to Cleveland, you know, they were they were gonna get the number one pick and it was gonna be Andrew Wiggins. Mm-hmm. And that pick turned into Kevin Love when it got sent to Minnesota for Kevin Love to come in. But probably a good move when you look on it now. But honestly, in my head, I thought to myself, man, because at the time Andrew Wiggins was thought to be yeah. You know, one of the next big things next himself. Right. So you're looking, you're going, oh, him, you go, okay, Kyrie, LeBron, Andrew Wiggins. That's a nice little group right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But there's no time for that. LeBron right. doesn't give a shit about draft picks. Uh, you know, it's all about players that can help now. And the Lakers have fallen into that uh, by way of just being interested in LeBron. I mean, there's just no way around it with LeBron. Your coaching staff is going to change a lot because unless they're just good, unless you're winning, I mean, you know, they was they were able to make it work with Spolstra. But that was one of those things where, um, you know, LeBron and Spolstra had their run ins as well. But there was never one of the problems for LeBron in Miami was that there were never any times where it was ever confused about who ran that organization. Whereas when he's in Cleveland, he's pretty much run the organization. I mean, he did to a certain extent in Miami as well. But when you're talking about a Pat Riley and, you know, the cachet that he brings, uh, it was pretty known that Spolster is going to be the coach, whether you're here or not. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's not going anywhere. So you better just get used to it. Whereas then when he went back to Cleveland, you know, they went through David Blatt. They had what they have Tyron Lou, wasn't he their coach? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had, yeah. he had a bunch of coaches the first time he was in Cleveland. And then you go and you got, you know, obviously he's gonna say nice things about Luke Walton, and then Luke Walton's gone after a year because that's a train wreck, which it probably was. Wow. But but you you know, it just follows LeBron wherever there's always going to be that turnover. Um, and honestly, I think that's made it harder for him to sustain success, which actually makes it more impressive, the success that he's had on a regular basis, because he's yeah. always had teams to do it with, which is the he's he has been the one common denominator in all the success that he's had. It's it's that he's around because it's always right. been, so that's something. Yeah, that just a gift and the curse of LeBron. <laughs> yes. I wonder how. How does that feel to only know you only could be successful if you win a championship? How tough is that? It's got to be a whole thing because there are guys that aren't interested in just moving around for championships too. I mean, there, but to know that your value, we just had a conversation with uh, the boys this morning about Kevin Durant. Um, Cause they like to throw out the word snake when they talk about Kevin Durant. Cause he went to, you know, went to the Warriors after they okay. you know, knocked out the Thunder and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just trying to explain to them, I don't like Kevin Durant, and I'm not going to be one that's usually going to take up for Kevin Durant. He gives you plenty of reasons to not like him. Uh, I don't find him switching teams from the Thunder to the Warriors after they knocked him out of the playoffs to be one of the reasons that I would choose to not like him for. I feel like he gives many other reasons uh, just with his own personality to not like him. 
Um, but switching teams that way doesn't necessarily make me not like him or judge him differently because there's a lot of people out here making decisions for themselves to better themselves for all kinds of reasons. And uh, it's easy to judge people uh, when they do things like that. But, um, you know, it's just it's just one of those things to be careful about judging people mm -hmm. based on things you've never gone through because, yeah. you know, it's tough. I mean, that was definitely that's a tough situation. I'm one of the people thought that shit was mad weak. Um, just from the outside looking in, uh, obviously, I don't know Kevin. So whatever his decision, you know, his decision was and why he made it. I never did dug in there. I don't know if he's ever said why. I don't know. But just from the outside <laughs> looking in, it is one of the weakest moves I've ever seen in my damn life. But I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I think <laughs> But I don't think it's a reason why I'm not going to like the guy because you're yeah. just talking about imagine that pressure of uh, having to win one to seem legitimate. And I'm mm -hmm. saying that's probably the pressure that he was starting to to feel. Mm -hmm. um, and so making decisions that, you know, I was trying to I, I tried to use this analogy like, you know, normal people. You know, we all will change companies. We'll we'll do whatever if it's we'll change locations if it's better for us if it's better for the family that you have. You know, people make decisions like that all the time. So I was trying to say, imagine Kevin Durant is a computer programmer, right? And he's going around, and you know, after the Thunder, he got to go around. He got to meet with teams, Oklahoma mm -hmm. or uh, you know, Oklahoma City had their chance. Golden State got to meet with them. A bunch of other teams got to meet with them, right? Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, the Golden State Warriors would have felt like Google, right? They right. would have felt like not, you're the Google. If you're a computer programmer, I'm probably going to Google, Facebook, one of these places. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe. I, I'm, I'm guessing that. I don't know anything about computers. So, uh, But let's just assume that Google is the top place. It's the, They got the best things going on. It's the best environment. You get the best money. Um, you know, whatever, whatever. It'd be like him going and making all of his meetings with all these computer places and deciding that he wanted to go work for Ask Jeeves because Ask Jeeves would be like working for one of these other organizations when you could work at the best one. And even if it was right after, you know, Google bought Ask Jeeves or whatever. Um, so now you don't have an Ask Jeeves to work for. So now it just really it's making a decision to go to the best place, the best fit. If I was going on all those meetings and I got to sit down with Steve Kerr and look at the, um, you know, the whole environment that they've created in Golden State, and I had to look around at other teams and I go, you know, regardless of the fact they knocked him out of the playoffs the year before, what would I, I mean, if I'm, I just feel like if I'm having an opportunity and I, I find the best one, am I just not supposed to go to the best one to better myself and my family because I'm worried that everyone's going to go, Ooh, Ooh, mm -hmm. right. snake, yeah. give a shit about any of you people. I'm trying to <laughs> best me. And if you were in these meetings, you'd done the same thing. So mm -hmm. it's pretty easy for me to see why he would have gone there. I'm not holding that against him. I think it is a weak move, but sure. that doesn't make me not like him. I understand doing it. It's the, I can get it. I can see how if I was in his position, I would make the same exact decision. So, you know, it's just it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. The reason uh, I mean, first of all, I don't I'm not in the camp of saying I don't like Kevin Durant. You know, and he does some some weird shit, you know, social media wise and <laughs> you know, 
I mean, do your thing, burner, burner account guy. You know, do your thing, yeah. I guess. But as a player, he's easily top three. Easily. It's not yeah. even it's not even a it's not even a thing. But being the sensitive guy that he is, you obviously care what people think about you. And you're gonna go to the team that obviously just you know beat you the year before. So you can win a, you're gonna win a championship, but you know when you win that championship, people are not gonna give you the credit that you're really looking for. You win a championship to be the big dog, you know, to be the guy. But you went to a team that won championships without you. And then you're mad when people say, ah, that was a weak move because they might have won the championship without you. So they didn't need you. It's like, you can't either. He's just too sensitive, basically, at the end of the day. He's sensitive and he made a sensitive move. Not saying it's a bad decision because I would love to go to a place where I think I'm a winning championship. Of course. Right, right. But you just can't be sensitive if people are like, but that move was weak. And, you know, they would have won it probably without you because they beat you the year before. So that's really all it is to me. I, I, I'm i a fan of KD as far as his, you know, on the, on the court, but. I just don't pay attention to him enough, I guess, to be a true, true fan of him. I'm never going to rock uh, a jersey of him. I'm never going to necessarily <laughs> root for his team. I might buy some of the shoes. I've seen some shoes that's fire, but that's about it. He's just a he's, – he's a great, though. He's he's already a Hall of Famer, easily, first ballot, you know. There's no easy. question about it. Nobody can even say anything about it. If he comes back healthy or even 90% of – what he used to be, he's still going to be top five in the league, period. So. I wonder if he regrets leaving Oklahoma City. Mm. Like, I, I, wonder, I wonder. I don't think he does. I, I don't think he does just because of Russ. Is he going to regret leaving Golden State, though? Because now you're in Brooklyn with Kyrie and you're kind of stuck. Like, this is one of those you made your bed, now you got to lie in it type of things. I got to be honest. I just don't see why, man. It goes into being sensitive, man. That's what it is. He really cares what people think about him and his legacy. So he has to go off and do it on his own now. That's what that's I think in his head. That's what he's thinking. And Kyrie is one of his homies. You know, I mean, one of his best friends in the league, apparently. So you get an opportunity to play with obviously a top-notch talent, not necessarily uh, the top-notch winning talent. But he's he's a baller, just a sensitive, just like him. But they're probably gonna have some <laughs> nice, sensitive ass conversations before and after games. Yeah, uh, you know, they don't have to. <laughs> they might not leak out as much anymore now because they actually have each other to talk to. Maybe uh, during the games, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> I mean, I think he made a good. I don't know necessarily basketball move, but for what he wants, he had to go somewhere else. Somewhere else, or somebody had to leave the Warriors. One of the top cogs. I don't think right. Draymond would have counted. I think it would have had to been Clay or Steph that had to leave. So, I mean, it is yeah. what it is, man. I'm just itching for them all to come back. I'm ready for basketball. I'm excited to see what the Nets look like when he's back fully healthy. I think yeah. they're gonna be in the East. Ooh, they're gonna be dangerous as hell. <laughs> All these teams this year, if we don't get to resume the season, 
they're going to be pissed because they know KD is coming back next year. Now they have another cog in the machine that they got to go through. So, right. Yeah. But I don't I know, man. Season to come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. I don't like this. <laughs> Man, I hate it. Like I really, I really, it's the worst. I mean, I yeah, you know, it's weird. <laughs> taking out the, you know, obviously not trying to minimize anything that's going on. You know, there's a lot of people dying. I I understand. Absolutely. Um, but just you know, <laughs> I feel like that goes. It should go without saying. But um, for decent people, but just you know the. When you look outside of that, just what's going on in society, um, you know, economically, you got a lot of people losing their jobs. You got people arguing about all kinds of stuff. Sports are always kind of the way to, you know, there's a lot of people in stadiums and they all have different viewpoints on life. But the one thing they can agree to is go and cheer on the same team. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, there's a lot of angst, a lot of political angst, a lot of just social just a lot of stuff with this you know this is a lot of baggage coming with this whole shutdown and the disease and and everything that goes with it and i just think sports are the perfect thing whenever we have something going on you know i remember when 9-11 happened and not that it was any solace for the people who died or the families of the people that died but just as a country in general when that first pitch was thrown out uh a couple days after that at, at yankee stadium by george bush that was a big deal i mean that was a big deal and when the nfl season kept going you know or went on uh, after that happened that was a big deal to get those things back and just something for everyone to rally around no matter what side of the you know political spectrum you you sit on or you know where you stand on immigration or where you stand on anything that is more important than sports um you know it's it's not to say that sports are more important but sports do give you an outlet they give everyone a way to connect in a healthy way um and, and i and it's a it's a it gives a distraction you know we talked about the movie uh whatever invincible uh, based on Vince, uh, vince papali where mark Wahlberg plays the guy that uh, basically goes to an open trial for the eagles yeah and then but he was like a bartender and but one of his buddies or someone telling him that you know it just it gives everybody hope you know that's what the eagles were to people in that part of town is just a reason to look forward and not be so depressed or whatever about what's going on in their lives or their work situation or whatever. It just gives them something to look forward to. And, and that's what we're missing. That's what we're missing right now is we have no outlet and nothing to look forward to. We just have to sit around and think all day about what's going on in the world and when's it going to get started again and how many people are dying. And every corner you go around is bad news. And yeah. sports gives the people a way to not just have bad news. And that's what we need. Yeah, we do need this. Ooh, I mean, we do need more something to take our mind off of this. But also, I think we most people, you know, we need to take the opportunity to really get our shit together. Though. You know, I think every few, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, something happens where everybody just got to sit their ass down like, Okay, damn. We all doing this wrong, whatever it is, you know, people not getting along, you know, whatever countries beefing or, you know, race issues or just overall life in general is not right. You know, people treating each other like shit and all that stuff. And I think this is the most extreme 
sit down we've ever had to take. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, nine yeah. eleven. It was a, it was, it was one of those moments. Like, yo, for some reason, after that, everybody loved each other. You know, at least, at least in America. You know, right. <laughs> they were shitting on everybody else. They, they didn't trust anybody outside of these borders after nine eleven. You know, I wasn't like that, but you know, right. That's how. But now it's like a step further. Now this is something that touches absolutely everybody. The only people who are safe from this. It's like the Aborigines, you know, the people that are on them, <laughs> uh, uh, those uh, uncontacted islands and shit. Right. Those are the only people who are not affected by this right now. So this is an opportunity as much as it sucks. We don't have our uh, quote-unquote pacifier, you know, the sports to kind of just <laughs> sit us down and have something to go off of. But everybody needs to sit down and, like, really reevaluate everything in their life, make sure everything is in order. Because this is probably going to be the longest sit down we've ever had and will probably ever have. I doubt if this happens again. I'm sure all research will be bolstered and all that after this, especially if our president doesn't come back for another term. Right. We'll have more security. We might have more research, more, more of all this stuff. So take the opportunity, you know, call some folks that you ain't talked to in a long time, you know, check up on folks. You know, do whatever you got to do. Make sure you come out of this better than what you were before you went in. Because you don't have nothing else to do but self-evaluate and check right. whatever you got in your house, your kids, your whatever it is. So just make sure you come out of it better. I know everybody's frustrated as hell because we can't go about our lives like we normally do. Summertime is approaching here in the Midwest. We've been you know, having cabin fever for four months already. Now we got to be in the house for, <laughs> you know, right. whatever, two, three more months. It's tough, but whatever you got to do, come out of it better. That's all I say. Caterpillar yeah. to butterfly. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's great advice. And something I will piggyback onto that advice, um, something I had, had, I guess, had gone underutilized by me, uh, before before all this was like uh you know we're skyping right now but the other day um i got this new computer uh for for school right right and you can facetime on it yeah um and so i facetimed with my mom mm -hmm. uh, i've tried to facetime with my dad it hasn't matched up time wise but to be able to have the conversation and see their face Mm -hmm. was different yeah it was, it's way yeah. different it's right way different. just talking on the phone and i never really it never really dawned on me that it would be that effective yeah but it really is so i, th I think for people if that'd be my only advice to add on to that is when you can try to use one of these skype or facetime or whatever applies to your you know, specific mm -hmm. device and and so you can see the person you're talking to you can see their face especially if it's mm -hmm. someone that you haven't seen in a while that you'd like to or um, someone that you see regularly that you don't get to, you know, the people that you're missing, see their face. It's a lot different than just hearing their voice. It's it's way different and surprising. Way different. But but uh, that'd be the thing I'd recommend is FaceTime. Yeah. It's it's been huge. Absolutely. Uh, I guess one more thing on that is while we in this whole thing, you know, people need to kind of like create a network. There's a lot of people who have who can't get stuff they need right now. Like, I know wifey has some uh, aunt and uncle out of town 
every time they go to the store, they can't find anything cleaning related, you know, you know, so you have to start connecting with people and really creating that network. Even if it's a neighbor, you know, oh, you don't have any bread today. I got you. If you can't make it to the store or, you know, I need some brown sugar, (laughs) 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 you know, whatever it is, like connect with people just to let them know you got their back through through this because everybody's having a tough time. We didn't all run out to the store when we first heard of this and grabbed 27 bottles of, you know, whatever it is, sanitizer or none of that. We all were kind of late to the party because we didn't wholeheartedly believe that this was going to happen. So we kind of got to have everybody's back in this. That's all we try yep. to do is survive. So, yeah, man. Good balls don't lie advice today. I like that. Yeah. That's how you that's how you close the show out. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You need some sugar? Yeah, your neighbor. I got you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, I guess that is the end of the show. Um, a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a good show. We apologize uh, for the quality if it cuts out. There's nothing yeah. we can do about it. You just have to deal with it. I listened to Levitard show. I listened to Dan Patrick's show. Right. They're literally doing the same exact thing we are, right. and the quality is literally the exact same. So uh, it's frustrating to listen mm-hmm. to at times, but this is mm-hmm. what we got. Yeah. Um, so we do thank you guys for listening to the show and hope that it's getting you through some of this quarantine time. Uh, but, but the quality right now is what it is so it is yeah we can't help it so it is what it is all right well like always follow us on twitter at balls don't lie pie that is balls with a z wherever you uh, listen to podcasts please like share and subscribe and like i always say man the balls do bounce roll and fly but they damn sure don't lie for sure. And neither do I. Yes, sir. And neither does this guy. <laughs> you better know that. <laughs> Later, dudes. I, I, I holler. <laughs>